Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Genrite Show. This is episode 13. We will be discussing opening day, and I absolutely love this. I think base, baseball being back, it's just it's better for everybody. It's it's just going to be normal again. Life's going to go back to normal. So haven't had baseball in a few months now, so really excited to get going. Um, I think you guys are really going to enjoy this episode. We'll be talking a lot of White Sox stuff, White Sox heavy pod. So without further ado, here we go. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to The Generate Show. This is episode 13. This is a very special episode. Um, like I kind of promised you guys, um, I was going to drop an episode here talking about the White Sox right before uh, opening day. This is recorded on Tuesday, so um, keep that in mind unless Rick Hahn wants to pull off any uh, last-minute moves. I have my friend Eric back on. Thanks for coming on short notice. I know it's been a little difficult. Yeah, thanks for having me back on. Yeah, so um, gotta, we got some questions. We got some things to talk about. No more Goose Island at Comiskey. It'll be switched over to Miller Lite. So I really wasn't that big of a Goose Island fan anyway. So it doesn't really, you know, bother me. Yeah. <laughs> I like Goose, but it's just not like a baseball beer to me. You know, like, a, I mean, I know there's a, a lot of different kinds, but Miller Lite is just, it's exactly that. It's nice and light, you know? Dude, Perfect for a hot summer baseball day. Like, it's just. Yeah, you just, you just can't beat it. Like, I know I had a couple times. Um, I, I had Goose Island, like the White Sox beer. And, dude, I mean, I had two of those. And, like, I was pretty, you know, pretty buzzed, to say the least. Um, but Miller Lights, man, I, I can drink endless amount um, of Miller Lite. This is not a Miller Lite ad, so I don't want to get sued for this. <laughs> uh, but, uh, no, I, I love Miller Lite. It, like I said, it's, it's, it's a great beer. You know, if you want to get a, you know, a hot dog or whatever at the ballpark, swish it down with some Miller light, you know, it's not too heavy. Um, especially with the hot summers in, in Chicago. Um, so we got, we got new food too coming to the ballpark. Um, I think more, uh, more details to come with that. I won't really get into that. Um, but just a kind of pipeline question. What do you expect out of the White Sox this season? I mean, I guess if you're just basing off last year, I obviously expect on a, on a broad scale here, I expect improvement uh, through and through. And so the first sign of improvement to me will be the postseason. And I expect, you know, we fell short in the ALDS last year. I expect to advance to the ALCS. Uh, I know there's a lot of really good teams out there, so anything can happen, but that's, the number one thing I'm looking forward to is win the first playoff series since, since 2005. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, I expect the white Sox. I mean, I, I mean, if they don't get past the ALDS, I mean, you could pretty much say whatever team they face, it doesn't matter. It's going to be an all out, just total failure of a season. Uh, but Hey, we're going to stay positive. Um, I, I do believe that this team can go and win the World Series. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind with the addition of Pollock and right field, um, you know, we do have reinforcements coming as well. 
still have the deadline. Our bullpen is absolutely dirty. I mean, it is, I mean, it has to be the best bullpen in, in the MLB, um, you know, Lance Lynn going down that hurts, but I mean, I think that's probably the best case scenario. I mean, you look at last year, ALDS, uh, the pitching just was totally out of gas. I mean, even the second half, just, just out of gas. So, um, Lance Lynn, he's not going to be back for probably until what I could assume June um, to ramp him up. So that's perfect timing. Pitch a month, you kind of get another week off, and then um, you kind of ramp it up for playoffs um, with addition of Johnny Cueto. So I know a lot of Cub fans are uh, talking a lot of <laughs> stuff to us, which is fine. Um, but I think he's um, a great addition. Um, he'll be a great four or five pitcher. Um, you know, if he could just get in the, the high three or early fours um, ERA, I think, I think we'll be all right. Um, what do you think about him? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think uh, it was a great kind of, I think you and I were texting about it a little bit, like a, a low risk, high reward type situation. Worst case scenario, he sucks and we, you know, he gets the boot, but I think, you know, there's been a lot of talk of Dallas Keuchel. Can he come back? You know, you you know that everyone's kind of given him the uh, what is the word I'm looking for here? Slander. Everyone's kind of yeah, he's getting slander, and everyone's kind of given up on him. I expect good things from him this year. He's been kind of wishy-washy so far, spring training, but uh, I think the signing of Cueto is going to make both of them better because they're both going to be now kind of fighting for that starting spot. And, and I foresee that to be beneficial. I think some guys get too complacent and I, I don't know if that was the case for Keiko. Um, but I think when Lynn comes back, there are one of the two, is A, getting cut, or B, getting moved to the pin. I think if Cueto wins out, uh, he gets that starting spot, and Keiko goes to the pen. If Keiko wins it out, then I think Cueto probably gets cut, depending on if he was really good still. Then, and if they're both really good, I think that's best-case scenario for, for the White Sox. So they'll make a tough decision for Han. But that's what I kind of think. I, I, I'm trying to find the silver lining. I think it's going to be beneficial for uh, for – the entire staff, no one can be complacent when you bring in other guys. Right. So I really want to get to that. Um, I think Dallas Keuchel, he's making what, 18 mil this year, uh, this year. Um, you know, I think he'll bounce back and I want to say he will. Um, but you know, anything can happen. Um, it's just, the tough thing is, is that he's a starty, he's a starter and he's a lefty. So I would really like to see what would actually happen um, with that, you know, postseason and stuff. Would we really DFA or move Dallas as a lefty to the pen? I mean, I don't know. Are we going to pick up another starting pitcher that's a lefty maybe just for, you know, reinforcements? Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping, I mean, all Dallas has to do is he doesn't have to be an ace like me and you talked about. I mean, dude, he, mm -hmm. I mean, if he can have a high three, low four year right just kind of keep us in ball games that's that's all we're really asking last season the Sox defense didn't really help him out either he had to get extra out so I think that's where he kind of got the shaft um so I know a lot of Sox fans are already writing him off but I mean I'm, I'm hoping he can still have a good season um 
And, I think uh, so. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, I th- it, it, we got to see how it plays out. Yeah, I'm looking at some of his numbers as we speak here, and, and his his very first career, uh, year with Houston, he played 16 games, so so not very much in 2012, and he had a 5.27 ERA. His second year, he started 31 games and had 5.15, and then he had a couple of years, 2.90. 240 and then he had a 2016 he had a rough year he was 455 in 2017 he bounced back with a 290 then he had a couple seasons of like 370s then he had the COVID season with the Sox where he pitched 11 games 2020 and had a 199 and then last year he had a 520 528 but he pitched 32 games in 21 that's the most he's pitched since 2018 when he pitched 34 so Historically speaking, each time he kind of has minus his first two seasons, but he was a rookie. Every time he's had an ERA spike like that, he's he's had he's come back with a pretty decent year. Not necessarily like you know the best, but still decent. And I, I mean, at the end of the day, last year he was he had a five twenty eight ERA, and he still went nine and nine. Now I think. A lot of it, like you kind of mentioned there, the defense did not help him out at all last year. Um, so if we can help him, if, if he can stay in like the fours, mid fours, low fours, I, I think it's a win for him. And if he can do high threes, then that's even like kind of the same thing I'm expecting for Cueto. I think, uh, I think that's a win. Yeah, you know... Um... I, I really, I mean, I really like to sign in Equato. I think that was our best option really at this point um, with, with Lynn going down so late, I guess. And obviously the lockout had some big things to do with it. Um, so I'm really hoping to get on track. Another guy I hope um, that can kind of return back to, you know, I don't expect him to return to fully 2019, but I, I expect a little, a little bit of him to come back is Johan Mankata. I think if he can just play solid defense, and just focus on getting on base and having great plate discipline. Um, this team will be really deadly. I think, I think he's going to be a big key to the part because, you know, there, there's a lot of the times where, you know, I just felt like he would, you know, pop out or he would always strike out. So I'm, I'm hoping he can kind of get back to that 2019 phase. And I, I think this lineup will be, I mean, it's our, it's already a top three in the league as a starting lineup. Oh, hands down. I mean, I think it's, I know I'm biased. I know Toronto's definitely put some, uh, some pieces together, but I think the Sox have on paper, the best team in the American league. Uh, obviously paper only, you know, does so much here, but. You know, I, we just need to stay healthy, man. I mean, that's just the, we just got to stay healthy and tread water. That's going to, that, that is literally my, that's what I'm going to say. All season long during all playoffs, just tread water. That's all we got to do, especially with yep. Lince going out and um, Lince, Lance going out. And, um, <laughs> you know, I'm, you know, Andrew Vong, he went out there for what, like a couple of days, but I mean, that was still like a scary fall. So um, I will say, yeah, though, I'm so I'm, happy that he's back. I will say, though, I'm going to give Gavin Sheets credit today. I know you were watching spring. If anybody was watching spring training, um, this was Tuesday against the Padres. There's a little uh, fly ball out in right field and uh, sheets did not die for that ball where he easily could have, 
And I'm just very happy that he just stayed on his feet and just, you know, it's, it's spring training, you know, so um, I'm really, really glad he didn't leave his feet. That's all, you know, <laughs> we can't take any more right now. No, I expect him to dive in playoffs, not in a situation like that. Yes. If it's playoffs and it's do or die, then, then I can live with that decision. So, <laughs> So I think I got to look it up still. Um, MLB came out. Um, they have the White Sox as the favorites to win the AL Central. Mm-hmm. I think the Tigers, they won't be right behind them, but I think next year they're going to be – I, I, I think they'll be there next year. Um, but how many wins can you see the White Sox winning this year? Um, I think if everyone is healthy – Obviously, like we mentioned, is key. I mean, I could see them winning 98, 99, but that's not realistic for everyone to always stay healthy. I'm going to say 95. I think that's the number. I think what last year was 93. I think so. I'm expecting a 95 this year, 95 plus. That's really funny because I actually put down um, 98 wins because you said, what, 98, 99? I put, I put 98 wins. I think uh, if everybody stays healthy, if we get a full season out of Luis Robert, you know, Aloy Jimenez, um, you know, th- those are guys that are always just going to keep you in games. Um, you know, if, if everybody, you know, stays healthy and, you know, obviously they're, not everyone's going to play a full 162. Um, I know some guys would love to, but they're not, it's not going to happen, but I can still see them winning 98 wins. Um, You know, I I actually, I go back and forth because last season we kind of shut down a little bit, right. Towards like the end, we had the AL central already wrapped up. So um, depends how good the tigers and twins play, I guess. Cause if they're right on top of us, that's definitely going to have extra motivation to uh, win those last like two (laughs) weeks, I would say um yeah i think with I the extra like the, wild card yeah yeah so i i do love the uh the 95 range so you know what i'll i'll, I'll one up you i'll say i'll say 97 wins all right <laughs> um because we'll yeah. uh may, may, maybe we'll go back to this by the uh, by the end of the season and we'll, we'll see who who is a uh, more on point but uh <laughs> i i do love both uh both guesses i have to say yeah, I think you nailed it there with like the last two weeks of the season. Um, I was kind of looking into it and I was listening to the the podcast. Uh, I think it was, I want to say it was the White Sox Talk podcast, if I remember correctly. Uh, but Steve Stone was saying how, uh, assuming like how they implemented the new playoff schedule for this coming year. If that was in place last year, the White Sox would have been playing the Blue Jays in the wild card game. That's something we did not, we do not want. Instead of playing the Astros and the ALDS, we would have been stuck in the wild card with. So that's with 93 wins last year. So I think that's going to, we got a little complacent, which I understand you're saving your, your player, you're saving your team for, from injuries and trying to keep them fresh for playoffs. I think. Those last two weeks, I think Tim Anderson had more days off than than he played. And same with a good chunk of the guys. So I think you're going to see the opposite this year for sure. 
So I, I, I that's why I was kind of upping a, a few wins there because I think we're not going to stop. <laughs> right. Nobody, and- can, nobody can though. Nobody can. If you're in that contention window, you're going to go hard the entire last few weeks of the season. So, you know, one team that they say they're scary and, and I know they are, but one team I'm, I don't call me crazy. I don't really fear a team in the MLB for the white Sox to play. And I know that their starting pitching was absolutely horrendous in the playoffs last season against the Houston Astros, but man, you, you put this team up seven game series I mean, Blue Jays are tough, I think. Um, New York Yankee fans, which I absolutely hate, and they hate me, which is fine. I'm not scared <laughs> of the Yankees either. I don't even have the Yankees get into the playoffs once again this year. I think it's going to be the Blue Jays and Red Sox, um, which MLB actually had Red Sox finishing fourth and missing the playoffs. Um, I guess depending if they can stay healthy or not, um, I could see them at least making the wild card. Um but, you know, I, I don't really fear the Blue Jays as, as much as maybe I should. Uh, teams that I kind of fear for is, like, if we make it to the World Series is, like, the Dodgers. They're a juggernaut. The the Giants, they're also a juggernaut. So, um, really, in the AL, man, I just really don't really in, – in a five- or seven-game series, I don't fear anybody. Is, is Call me crazy, but, you know, do you agree? I do. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where I don't want to, like – you know, too complacent as a fan. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do. I mean, I do agree. I think I'm trying to look at uh, the Blue Jays just lost too many key players to me. Like, okay, like, you know, um, what's his name? Uh, Vlad at first base, Guerrero Jr. He's a beast, but you know, you, you lost Market Simeon, you lost Robbie Ray. I mean, you, you, you lost these key guys and, and granted, you know, they, they filled those voids and stuff just like any, any other team, but I just, they're not as good as I thought that, that everybody else thinks, I guess. I just, I don't know. I like, I still think the Astros are still going to be like a juggernaut. Like I would say that, you know, the Astros are going to make a good run at us and, even like the Red Sox will make a good run because the Red Sox are always good. They're always in the playoffs. They're always a tough out. But other than that, I mean, I, I really don't fear anybody that that bad. Uh, the Red Sox, though, they just lost Chris Sale for, I think, 60 days or something. So, yeah, that's tough for them. But, uh, yeah, yeah I, I think you're right about Toronto. The only thing is they do have a healthy George Springer. One one thing that I always like to look at is run differential, which I think I mentioned the last time I was on your pod. Um, so Toronto finished fourth in their division last year with 91 wins, but they had a 183 plus run differential and Boston and New York finished in front of, of Toronto. And they only had a plus 42 and a plus 80 for Boston, Tampa Bay, you know, they won the division and they had a plus 206. So, I mean, if they would have won two more games, they would have been second in the division. So I, with a healthy George Springer, I do see them better. I just, outside of, I don't even know their full pitching staff off the top of my head. That's what's, I think they have a very high caliber offense, but I don't think their pitching staff is going to be able to maintain um, you know, they have Alex Manoa is pretty decent. 
I don't even know who their fifth starter is. Just like Gosman's good, but like you know, right. Jose Barrios is is you know pretty lights out most of the time. So I don't know. He's kind of like the ace of the staff to me. I know uh, Ryu Ryu. He's, he's good. good, but yeah, he's I, not I, great. I I I I'd like him, but the Sox mashed on him. <laughs> right. Um, Manoa's good, but he's still young. So I think come playoffs, that's going to be a similar situation to like how Cease was for us last year. Right. So he's not going to have that experience. So I I agree with you. I guess now that I'm looking at the I'm looking at the Blue Jays roster right now. If they have a fully healthy team, they have a pretty you know. But yeah, I mean, losing Simeon's a huge deal. They got Matt Chapman over there at third. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, you know, decent. Bo I'm a big fan of. Uh, but yeah, they have a healthy Springer. Other than that, their right field's meh. I, w- I went to that game when they faced Rue um, when um, the Blue Jays came to um, Chicago and Dude, I mean, we just freaking mashed off them. I mean, they had, you know, they, they have a good fire firepower offense, but I mean, they don't have any pitching. And if you want to win games, you got to figure out a way to, to win games. Um, and I just don't think they're a team that that knows how, how to win those late inning games. Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I kind of see them as like how the soccer were last year. A lot I of people see them, have them up there. Yeah, I could definitely but, see them as like a wild card for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Tampa Bay is going to slump off a little this year. So, I mean, that division is fully up for grabs. But I I agree with you in the terms that the White Sox are the better team. You right. know, whether they perform to that level, I thought the White Sox were the better team between Houston last year, and obviously we just didn't perform. So, anything can happen. But you got to play the games. You got to play the games. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think getting back on my concern about, you know, this season and stuff, um, I think just my biggest concerns is, uh, is injuries. I'm hoping nobody really key goes out, like obviously Lance Lynn. Um, so I think if the Sox stay healthy for the most part, as much as they can, and, um, I really want them to see, I really want them to finish strong. I I think that's going to be like a very big vocal point for me, at least, um, love Carlos Rodon. I wish him nothing but the best in, um, on the giants in San, uh, San Fran. Um, but I mean, I forgot how many innings he pitched, but I mean, it was like pretty much nothing <laughs> in the second half. So, um, I really want to see, um, how these pitchers really react. I guess you could say it was kind of the, you know, the year after the COVID year. So not a lot of pitchers were used to that. So I'm, I'm hoping it'll be, um, it'll be better, um, you know, come, come playoff time. So um, I only have two more questions for you. Cause I know you're kind of short on time. Um, who, in your opinion, who will be the most important player of this team? What, like, what's like the biggest part key to success uh, to the season slash playoffs. That's so tough. <laughs> uh, I think there's no wrong answer. I think the obvious answer would be obviously for everyone to stay healthy, right? That's, that's like you mentioned, key number one. I think the easy answer will be Luis Robert and, you know, Eloy Jimenez. I think those two guys are, uh, you know, the obvious answers here. 
But I think, you know who I'm going with? Who are you, who are you going with? Yasmani Grandal. I think, I think he's going to have to play a critical role defensively. And after he came back from that knee injury last year, he was smoking the ball. So if he can kind of just carry that into this year, like, watch out. And then right behind him, I, I would agree with your earlier point, Yohan Mankata. I think he's he's striking out at an alarming rate, but the guy's 26 years old. He's already a superstar. If he he's just going to continue to get better, I think with the current lineup that we have, it's going to make everybody better. Yeah, I mean, if you look at his body language after, let's say, he makes a bad throw, that guy does not does not care what anybody thinks and that's what i think i just love about him like he okay yeah he just you know threw this ball over a braves head by like you know let's say like 10 feet or whatever he just kind of walks back to third like eh, all right like you know next play and i kind of love that about him because i mean especially you know in his position you can't be thinking about the the last play you got to be thinking about like the next play so that's what I love about him. Um, yeah, I would have to agree. Um, Luis Robert, he's going to do his thing. You know, TA is going to be TA. Aloy, Jose, they're, they're all going to rake. And Grandal, he's going to rake too. Um, and that's actually really quick, going to get off subject. Um, that's what I hope we all kind of focused on in the offseason is defense. Fundamental don't too, don't do too much. If you're Aloy Jimenez in the outfield, get the ball to Tim, and Tim will get the ball where he needs to get the ball. Tim's a very big IQ guy. Um, I really trust Tim and his decisions. Um, so if we can just get back to that, and same thing with Grandal, you know, no pass balls, no uh, um, catcher interference. <laughs> you know, every time there's a catcher interference, I will person. I'm at home watching the game or whatever. I'm personally just going to take a shot. So I'll put that on record. <laughs> uh, hopefully it doesn't happen too much. Um, I know I made a bet with my couple other buddies. We kind of said the same thing because um, that just happened way too much last year. So I'm hoping, you know, Grandal can just get back to fundamentals. Same thing with Mankata. Just make a good throw to third base, um, you know, and I'm, I'm kind of glad that, you know, we're going to have a primary second baseman so Tim can finally have a, you know, a solid second baseman. I know he was switching yeah. all the time last year. So, um, wow, I don't even know. I would honestly, it would have to have for me too, it would have to be Mankata or the starting pitching because oh the, yeah, the starting pitching will be everything. Um, an another famous line I always like to say, you know, ball go far, team go far too. So um, that's it, right. It, it would probably, since you said Mankata, I'm going to say the starting pitching because we're only going to go as far as the starting pitching, you know, because I mean, right now we have like two starters to where you could almost say, Hey, let's, uh, let's do, you know, a Copac Lopez game. And then maybe you do a Cueto uh, Vince Vasquez game, you know, so we don't really have like a actual starter that can actually go, you know, a decent five, six innings besides maybe Lynn who was out, um, Dylan Cease is going to have a monster year and uh, Giolito. Those are the only three guys you can really, really count on, I feel like, um, to give you at least five a game. Um, so, you know, and especially with Kopech coming back and stuff, he's we're obviously going to baby him. So I, I really think it, 
this team is only going to be as good as their starting pitching. Because like I said, I mean, everyone's going to do their thing. It's really up to the starting pitching, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I, 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 I can't wait to watch C's pitch. I think he's going to lead the league in strikeouts this year. I mean, his stuff is just so overwhelming if you're a hitter. I mean, his, his breaking ball, I mean, his – you really don't know what's going to come. I think really for him, if he can just have his command, if he can narrow down mm-hmm. his command down, watch out. Because the games that he can't, that's when he struggles. Um, yeah, that's when he, he falls behind and then he's forced to throw that fastball. Dude, it's, it's so frustrating to see as a fan because you know how good Dylan can be. And it's – and it's like, uh, you know, you just want him to to make that that big step this year, which he did last year, you know. Um, yeah, it's growing pains. It's yeah, it is. So, um, I mean, hey, he gets he gets better year by year. So, um, I'm so excited for the this this team, though, man. Oh my god, dude, it's going to be a crazy year, man. I I'm just like looking at the my predicted kind of like lineup, you know, you got TA, Robert, Abreu, Eloy, Grandal. If Moncada's batting six, and then you got Pollock, Sheet slash Vaughn, and then Harrison to follow. I mean, come on. <laughs> and uh, don't forget about, uh, I don't know if you mentioned his name, Pollock too, AJ Pollock. Yeah, I have him, and in, in, in my world, I have him batting seven behind Moncada. And I, that's what I mean. When you got TA, Robert Abreu is one, two, three. And then you got Aloy and Grandal and then Moncada batting six. I think that's going to help Moncada so much because you got all that firepower before him. And then you got a seasoned vet and Pollock behind him. And then I have in the eight spot, that's where uh, I imagined we're going to have the DH between Sheets and Vaughn. Mm-hmm. I, I think if those follow Pollock, if Vaughn and Sheets just take that little step forward this year, I mean, it's a perfect spot for Mancata to get out of this little slump. And I think where he can feel comfortable, because I know last year he was bounced around a lot. He was batting second, he was batting third, he was batting fifth, he was batting sixth. And I know that shouldn't matter, but I think players just get in a routine and they need that routine. And I think that's how Mancata is. So I'm very excited to see what what he does this year. I yeah, I mean, I, th- I absolutely love this combination of um, what? Why can't I think of his name? I keep mixing him up with James Harrison. Um, what's his name? What's his first Josh, name? Josh, Josh Harrison. Harrison. Thank you, Jesus. Um, I love the combination of it's what. Let's just say it's the eighth inning. We're down by a run. You know, you got Josh Harrison coming up, who's a speedster. You know, if he gets on, now you got TA. If TA gets on, now you got Luis Robert, Jose Abreu, Yasmani, and Aloy. I will die on this hill with this team. I mean, that is – I mean, you can't really ask for better than that. I mean, that is – I mean, t- t- just just to get, like, one run, I mean, that's – I mean, there, there's just so much power and speed. I mean, it's this is really, like, a full, like, lineup. I mean, maybe I would like to have maybe, like, an extra lefty in there. But, I mean, but still, I mean, we got – you could throw sheets in there. You got Yaz, um, Mancada. So um, I think the lefty righty may be a little slated one way, but yeah, dude, I'm, I'm so excited for this team. Um, I know I just bought my tickets for opening day and I can't, I don't know if I'll be able to sleep until, until Tuesday comes. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's, uh, 
it's going to be fun. They made big changes to the ballpark. I think it's going to be lively. Um, this is actually my fifth opening day in a row going. Um, I think like my seventh of all time, and I'm going to be 25. So I think that's uh, that's pretty good for myself. So, uh, no, I mean, I really think this team's going to be deadly. I mean, they got to make the World Series this year. I mean, if they don't, I mean, it's – I mean, I don't know what direction, you, you know, you go into if you don't because it's either – like, hey, what, like, you know, what do we need? You know, like, starting pitching wise, do we like go of this person, get this person? So I really hope this team can get to the World Series because, like, let's say if we're, if we get bounced in the first round again, that's going to be a tough look. So, but staying positive, yeah. we're, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be a gnarly season. I know, uh, Friday, first, first game in Detroit. So, that's uh that's gonna be sweet. So uh we're gonna end it on that. Eric, you got anything to uh to add or say? Comments, concerns? I don't think so. I'm just excited. I'm looking forward to this baseball season. I think opening day is Thursday and the Sox kick cranking uh, on Friday. So I'm looking forward to the season and it'll be fun. Are you uh you gotta try to make it out at least for one game, man? I, I need to <laughs> I Dude. need to I know. The Sox are ending this season. The last I looked, they're ending in San Diego. So I definitely plan to go to those games. Mm-hmm. Any game they're out here, I'm going to. But I really, 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 really want to make it back for a for a home game. I'll tell you what, man. I've been a part of that. I, I was part of the Red Sox-Yankees big rival and stuff. And, I mean, that place was crazy. But, I mean, just that regular season. I'm not – I won't even say, you know, game three of the blackout, which was the best game of my life. Um, just the regular season games, man. I mean, they are just, I mean, that, that place freaking explodes, man. <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, dude, like I, I gotta say, man, the videos that, you know, that you see on Twitter, Instagram, man, they just, they don't do the justice. So man, I would really love for you to make it out. And if you're a person that, you know, lives far away, it's, it's definitely worth the trip. If you want to go on like a Friday or Saturday night, man, or even Sunday. So, um, I will end it on that. Eric, thanks for coming. I know you're short on time, so really wanted to get this uh, uploaded before uh, opening day. And uh, go Sox.